Blog Talk Radio. Love. 
The Curvy Closet Fashion Showcase is the event to attend this Labor Day weekend, and a portion of the proceeds raised will go to benefit Fairy Godmothers, a local nonprofit organization whose mission is to help provide a special high school prom experience for qualified high school girls who are in need. So let's welcome Dominique and Colleen to the show. And they were on the call-in. Let me see. There's been a change in plans. They have a different call-in. Ladies, if you're there, call-in. I don't see your number. Um, and so while we're waiting for them to call in, uh, their fashion show is in Philadelphia uh, September 1st. And it is Curvy Closets, uh, and we're going to hear all about it, but I don't see them on the call-in, so we might have to move on and go out of order. Uh, well, let me just take a chance on one of these numbers. Let's see. Hey, ladies, is this you? Hello there. Good evening. Good is this evening. Uh, the curvy closet, ladies? Yes. yes okay, well, you, you confused me with your number. This is a whole d different number popped up. And we apologize for our technical difficulties. <laughs> That's okay. So let's start off with you both telling us, uh, what you do separately, because you both have independent projects uh, before coming together with this one. Uh, yes. Well, I'll go first. This is Colleen. Um, I'm a petite plus-size model, and um, I kind of got frustrated with my journey because, you know, it's no love for the short girl. So I started a blog to talk about my journey, and um, that's shortcurvyfierce.com. So I do plus modeling, and I'm a blogger as well. Okay, and your partner? All righty, and good evening. This is Dominique Revere Lincoln. Um, I, too, am a plus-size model, a petite plus model. And also I am the CEO, founder of Empress Lingerie, giving curves the royal treatment. So we design and cater to um, women's curves with lingerie and swimwear. So you can reach us or get to us at www.empresslingerie.com. So you both, you know, were doing your own thing uh, with projects geared towards uh, plus-size women. So how did you two meet and um, decide to come together to produce this event? Uh, well, it's kind of a crazy story how we met. Um, you know, we're both from the same area, so we actually met each other at a casting. And, um, you know, we just started doing, kind of seeing each other always in the same shows and same cast things, and, you know, we're both short. So we're like, hey, girl, what's going on? What you doing? So we just became friends over time um, because we had the same interest. And so Curvy Closets came about. Now, is Curvy Closets the name of a company that does several different events, or is that the name of this one particular event? Um, Curvy Closets is new and growing. So Curvy Closets, the start is going to be this um, first event on September 1st. 
Uh, we're doing it under the 17 days of fashion, but um, we definitely are wanting to be doing more events in the future, um, still giving back to the community, but also um, giving plus women a place to shine. Now, you already had one event, right? So this, this marks your second event because your first event was a modeling competition. Now, was that to find the models for this fashion show? Um, well, actually, the modeling competition that we're participating in is on August 18th, and that's with um, actually another modeling troupe in the area called Smooches, um, and that's under Age Real Studio. So it's not our event, but we okay. are the ones battling the Smooches models. Okay, okay. So the Curvy Closets Fashion Show is coming up September first. So tell me the lineup of events, who's involved, and uh, all the exciting things that's going to be happening. Well, with Curvy Closets, um, again, this kind of came out of our frustration um, in the lack of events here in the Philadelphia area. So we're trying to bring a sense of community. Um, to the Philadelphia area, but it's going to be an array of different designers, vendors, and then also spokespersons um, that are going to showcase what they do every day. So some of our designers are uh, Rue 114, we have Vivier, um, I myself, Empress Lingerie, will be debuting our line, BGU, Swimsuits for All, Ellicine's Boutique, um, and Sean Anthony Design. Uh, lots of great designers. Check the website for details. Yeah, lots of great designers, but we definitely wanted to bring something new and trendy. Um, everyone's going to be showcasing their fall lines, and then Vivier is actually going to be giving us um, a little insight into her spring line. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be an opportunity for more um, folks to come out and network. It is over Labor Day weekend, so we certainly anticipate having a full packed house, but, um, you know, something for everyone. And I heard you say it's during the 17 Days of Fashion. What's that? Well, 17 Days of Fashion was actually created three years ago by Anthony Henderson, who's a stylist um, that was born and raised here in Philadelphia and now lives out in Los Angeles. So this is his way of giving back to the community, giving back to the city of Philadelphia each and every year. Um, so it's 17 Days of Fashion events. And generally, um, over the course of time, it's only been targeted towards straight sizes. So you have a lot of uh, just regular, I guess, industry models that are having shows as well as different networking events. So our show is the only show that is targeted and geared towards plus-size women by way of a fashion show. But the premise of 17 Days of Fashion is community, couture, and charity. So each and every event has um, selected a charity that they're going to give back to and um, a portion of the proceeds will go to that charity. And as you've already indicated, our charity is uh, Fairy Godmothers. And our 17 Days of Fashion, is that something big in the area, like a um, Fashion Week type thing? Uh, yes, we do have a Philadelphia Fashion Week here. But uh, 17 Days of Fashion is another, uh, you know, event series that people look forward to uh, in the fashion community here every year. Now, tell me about tickets. Are tickets still available? Uh, will tickets be at the door? Uh, tickets are still available now, and they can be purchased online um, at curvyclosets.eventbrite.com. Um, they will be available at the door as well um, at a little bit of an extra charge. 
Okay, so it's best to get it in advance to save a few dollars. Of course. Now, tell me, um, are there still sponsor and vendor opportunities still available? Yes, um, we do have a few vendor spots still available. Um, so they can email us at curvyclosets at gmail.com. Um, sponsors can do the same thing if they're interested in uh, sponsoring the show. They could contact us there as well. Now, will these vendors be uh, during the fashion show, or is it like a separate time before the fashion show? Yeah, the vendors are actually going to be there before the fashion show. Uh, the event starts at 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. and from 5 to 6.30, we're going to have the vendors there as well as we're doing a prom dress drive. So we're asking for everybody who comes to the event um, to bring, you know, that fabulous gown that you got tagged in that picture on Facebook and you're never going to wear it again and it's going to sit back in your closet um, to bring it out and to donate it because that was our whole vision with partnering with Fairy Godmothers is that they want to help, you know, teens who can't really afford to go to prom, but a lot of times they'll have sponsors like David's Bridal and they'll donate beautiful gowns, but they're size 0 to 14. So if you have a size 16 or 18 teen show up, they have to turn them away and say, I can't help you. And at a time in life where teenage years are where you're kind of coming into your own and you might not be so secure, you know, that's kind of harsh to hear. So we want to be able to help and to change that so that even plus-size teens can have a positive prom experience next year. Right, and I know a lot of organizations that give clothes like this or maybe dress for success, they always are in need of plus-size clothing because, the majority of women in the country are plus size, so that's always a need for these type of organizations. So that's great that you have this um, charitable aspect. And I want to jump back to the sponsors and vendors because I saw on your website that there is a program book that you'd be uh, selling ads for. So you, I think you should really pump that because when I saw that, I was like, oh, I might take an ad out. Well, come on, Shanice. That's an emailer. We do have ad space available. So, you know, if you want to pump Plus Model Radio or if you want to plump your uh, new spot at IPM, um, you know, whatever it may be, we do have ad space available. And like I said, they just have to email us at curvyclosets at gmail.com. We respond back really quickly and we'll run down, you know, the ad sizes and, you know, the prices that go along with. Yeah, and the prices are all listed on the website, actually. Yes, yes. And what's the what would be the deadline for the ads? The deadline for the ads, we want everything in by August 15th, you know, to give us time to print and get everything ready for the show. Well, all right, that sounds excellent. Now, do you have anything coming up we should look out for? Did you Um, mention, I don't think you mentioned who was hosting in, in the entertainment. Oh, yes, we definitely have to shout out our host. Um, our host is Nina Taylor. She was the face of Full Figure Fashion Week in 2011. So we know that Nina is going to keep the crowd pumping and keep everybody excited. So we're very happy to have her come out and be a part of. And uh, we also are going to have entertainment for the guests. So Raja Laurie Barnes, which a lot of people know because she's a plus-size model as well as a jazz vocalist, um, she is going to be there to entertain us with some beautiful songs. Well, awesome. And so is this going to be an annual event? Yes, yes, yes. And so is it anything else you have coming up, or is it all about this show right now? 
right now we are all Kirby closets, but we do have, like you um, had mentioned previously, we do have the competition coming up on August 18th. Um, so if people are interested in tickets for that, they can tweet us, Facebook us, email us, whatever, and we'll get them that information as well. And so is there a big plus-size community in the uh, Philadelphia area? Well, we find that there is a lot of women, I'm sorry, that there are a lot of women that are reaching out um, in the Philadelphia area. So we can probably um, gauge it at 60% of the women here in Philly are size 14 or above. So we've gotten a good response thus far from the women in the community. But I do also, Shanice, want to um, to note that we've gotten a lot of responses from models that kind of missed the deadline, unfortunately, but we don't want people to be discouraged. We still would love for you to come out and support. This is a great way to network. There's going to be some new brands there, some seasoned brands there, but, you know, nonetheless, there are going to be people there that are, you know, shopping for fresh faces, myself included, um, that would like to, you know, utilize these women in some of their ads. So, you know, if you didn't get in this time as a model, definitely, you know, come out, support, show your face, and, um, and network. And what about your personal projects, the lingerie and the blog? Anything coming up with those? Well, like I mentioned before, with Empress Lingerie, this is going to be our um, first go out the gate. We are going to actually be um, debuting our fall line, Falling in Love with Lace. So, um, you know, that's definitely something to stay abreast of. We're excited, we're growing. Um, we're nervous, but I think that it's definitely going to be a good show. And um, um, as far as me and my blog, um, I just recently did a photo shoot with uh, Sean Anthony Designs. So you can look on uh, their website for new pieces that will, are coming out for fall. Um, it was myself, another model in the area, Angie Groover, and then I'm not sure, Shanice, you might have met Nakia Williams at Curves Rocks Weekend, and she was also in uh, Four Figure Fashion Week. So we all shot with her the other day, so they'll have new pieces launching soon, and as soon as she unveils those, I'll be talking about that on the blog as well. And then, you know, I'm always posting this stuff. And we got to mention that you write for Plus Model Magazine as well, or it just wouldn't be right. I love my Plus Model Magazine family, and I'm very happy to be one of the contributors. And we're very happy to have you. Now, tell me the official website to purchase tickets and the Facebook and Twitter, everything that we can keep up with what's going on. Uh, everything can be found at www.curvyclosets.com. Um, there's a link there to purchase tickets, but if you just want to go directly there, it's curvyclosets eventbrite.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Curvy Closets, um, you know, www.facebook.com slash Curvy Closets. And then we're also on Twitter at Curvy Closets. Well, excellent, ladies. I'm wishing you success. I wish I lived a little closer so I could attend. <laughs> but I'm going to buy ads so I could support because I definitely want to support you and your project. Thank you so much. And I look forward to hearing hearing how everything went. Okay, thanks so much, Kenny, for having us. We really appreciate it. Uh, anytime. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. And up next on the show is Evie Foster. Evie started her working life as an in-demand full-figure model in the Australian 
fashion industry, now a designer, Foster has created a refreshing new fashion label specifically designed to fit and accentuate the beauty of a woman's curves. Evie Foster, the label is all about style, fit, versatility, and comfort, and of course, accentuating a woman's most alluring assets, her curves. She presented her first collection at New York's Full Figure Fashion Week called Kiss My Curves. Evie's mission is a not-so-much to garner wealth and fame, but rather to be beautiful, rather to see beautiful larger women really embrace their curves proudly. Evie's mantra is no matter what age, size, or style of woman you are, you deserve to be able to find clothing that will bring out your inner goddess. Evie has always been an advocate for the empowerment of women, and this collection is one of many avenues through which she is determined to make a difference. So... We're waiting for Evie to call in, too. I don't know this show, everybody's not on, on time. But Chastity's waiting. So if I don't see Evie in a few minutes, we're going to move on to Chastity because I know she's excited to tell us about her 106 in Park. And a lot of people are waiting to hear. Um, Evie's line is eviefoster.com. You can check her out on that website, and we'll just move on. And if she comes comes on, we'll we'll come back to her. So, next up on the show is Chastity Sanders. Chastity is a multimedia personality, plus size model, actress, and co-owner of new media company Avenue Pink. Sanders is widely known for being the face of Beyonce's mother, Tina Knowles, clothing line, Miss Tina. Chastity has been featured in national commercials and magazine spreads such as Essence, Glamour, Ebony, Vibe, and Jet. She has been a leading model on BET's Rip the Runway in 2010, 2011, and this year, 2012, opening the size sexy segment of the show with R&B crooner Robin Thicke. Chastity can also be seen in Target stores across the nation as a featured model in the Pure Energies exclusively for Target. Target's fashion campaign. Chastity is on a quest to be the next host of BET's 106 in Park and needs all of our support, and she's going to tell us how. Let's welcome Chastity to the show. Wow. Oh, my goodness. What an amazing and warm welcome. Thank you so much, Denise. I really appreciate that. Well, Hey, you're doing big things, so it was easy to to give you an introduction. And, and thank you for calling in early because there would have been a big old gap on the show. So That's right. Listen, to be early is to be on time. So I appreciate you for having me here. And, um, of course, I called in early. I wanted to listen to the rest of the show. And congratulations to those young ladies. I'm so excited about their projects, really. Yeah, lots of things going on in the community. So, so let's just start about how you got started in the industry. So how did you get your start um, as a plus-size model? Because you're originally from uh, Virginia, right? 
Yes, yes, yes. I am originally from Roanoke, Virginia. Um, I always wanted to be a model. I knew that that was something that I was definitely going to pursue as an adult. I actually got a chance to sign with Wilhelmina when I was 17 years old, and my father gave me the option of either going to college or going ahead and starting my modeling career. I decided that I wanted to go ahead and start my my college career first, and I always wanted to uh, let people know that education is very important. So I decided not to sign at a young age and just went ahead and went to college instead uh, to get my education. I went to Norfolk State University, um, and I was a theater major. I've always been an actress, and I actually also uh, did journalism journalism and uh, television broadcast. So while I was at Norfolk State, I didn't let my sights of being a professional model get away from me. I was a university model. I did every single brochure that I could do. I was in every single homecoming fashion show. Uh, I did every single thing that I could do to keep myself on task because I knew that I wanted to be a model. And then the very same week that I graduated, from Norfolk State University. I moved to New York City, and six months afterwards, I was discovered at an Essence Magazine casting uh, by Rocky, uh, one of the editors over at Essence, and she actually introduced me to IPM Model Management, which congratulations to you with your new position with uh, IPM. I'm very, very happy for you. So I actually got my start with IPM Model Management. It was my very first agency here in New York, and they were amazing to me, and they gave me a fabulous start. Uh, my very first campaign was Miss Tina by Tina Knowles, and the rest is history. So when you started uh, modeling, you know, some girls think that as soon as you sign, you're going to become a big major star, but it's a work behind it. What are some of the Definitely. challenges and obstacles to get your career off the ground that you found? Okay, well, I definitely feel like as a brand-new model, you have to learn the ropes. I like to, you know, thank people like Plus Model Magazine that always has amazing, amazing articles out there for all of the new girls. Whenever girls come to me, even now, I tell them, have you checked out every single article on Plus Model Magazine? For me, I've always been extremely, extremely uh, professional. I, I want to know my business. I want to know the ins, the outs, behind the camera, the behind, you know, in front of and behind so I just researched. I did every bit of research that I could do to prepare myself for what I was getting into. I knew that I was going to have to test, and you have to spend a lot of money to start making money in this industry. I knew right. that I was going to have to test, and I was going to have to test professional photographers that can somewhere, you know, sometimes range from 800 to $1,100 to get you a great test mm -hmm. that makes it look like you're already working. Uh, I shot with Roberto, and I shot with some amazing photographers out there. I researched my industry. I learned the business. I learned about all the models that were working, who they were working for. I was going to Lane Bryant every single day down on 34th Street or over on 42nd. I would go up to, to all of the different department stores that I saw myself working for, and I looked at how the models were posing. I looked at how they dressed. And I took that, and that's how I shot for my test shoot. Okay, this is what's hot right now. This is what's in. These are how the girls are looking. Their skin is beautiful. Their hair is beautiful. What are they doing? So I took the initiative to make myself um, one of the best. I wanted to be the best, so I had to emulate that. I wanted my hair to be beautiful, my skin, my clothes. And I'm really, really, really big on healthy curves. So I work out three to five times a week. And just because you're a plus size model does not mean that you don't have to have certain requirements. So I knew all of what I needed to do to be successful, and I followed it to the T, and it, it's definitely paid off for me. 
Mm-hmm. And all of those things don't just apply to the beginning of your career getting started, but throughout your career you have to keep testing and keep yourself up, right? Absolutely. Yes, I just did a photo shoot. I'm so excited to say I was working with some of the best folks in the business, Tara Taylor, and uh, who was the Makeup Artist of the Year for Full Figure Fashion Week, and I also worked with Spryly Scott, who was uh, the, the Fashion Stylist of the Year for Full Figure Fashion Week 2012. They were just amazing. We shot together about two weeks ago. I am always testing. Something that my first agent taught me is that you always want to test. Every month and a half to three months, you want to have something new, and you want to be showing folks what you're doing. I always have tears because, thank God, I have amazing clients that continuously book me for for projects, but tears are not the same as testing. So it's very important to continuously invest in yourself so that other people will invest in you. Now, besides modeling, you're also a host. And you have a company Uh, called Pink Avenue. Now, tell me a little bit about Pink Avenue. Yes, it's Avenue Pink, actually. um, Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. Um, I have always, always, okay, so a little bit of backstory. I told you guys, in college, I was a theater major. They dropped theater as a major at my university, and I took a career exploration course, which introduced me into uh, television and radio. And I said, wow, mass communications, I can still be creative. I can still um, uh, express myself and and do a lot of the things that I've always wanted to do, like radio and television. So I kind of fell into that. And uh, one of my first internships was at Hot 91 at Norfolk State University. And I was just working the front desk, and I was like, you know what? What these people are doing on the radio, I can do that. I have a big personality. I'm bubbly. I can relate to the people. I can do that. And I kept saying that to the point where the program director said, you know what? You keep saying that. I'm going to throw you on air. And I was like, do it. I am always up for a challenge. And he threw me on air that very same day. A couple weeks later, I was the co-host. And about six months later, I had my very own show from two to six. So I I just fell into radio. I absolutely loved it. But it wasn't enough for me. I wanted to get in front of that camera. So in our mass communications department at Norfolk State, we had different programs where you could host different shows. Um, From being on the radio, I got a chance to do live event emceeing, not just at Norfolk State, but at other universities in the area. So I got a chance to host like Hampton University's homecoming with Rick Ross and T-Pain and I just got myself out there and once I got into it I've always loved pop culture and I've always loved music and so it just became natural for me and I just loved it and I wanted to continue to grow with it so that's how I got into it and once I moved to New York City I said you know what I really still want to do radio so I started off working with Russell Simmons nonprofit. I was the first radio personality for his company. And about a year after doing that, I said to myself, you know what, I've always been a very entrepreneurial type of person. I wanted to start my own. So I met some young ladies in, in New York City. We hit it off. My business partner, Quan Latif, and I have now had our company, Avenue Pink, for three years. And um, we're really, really big on uplifting girls and women and showing people that you don't always have to be in front of the camera, but you can be behind. And I'm also really, really, really big on brains and beauty. It's not just about being beautiful, but you also want to be smart. You also want to be an asset to any situation that you get into. So that was one of the reasons why we started Avenue Pink, because instead of just having somebody give you a job, you want to give out those jobs and you want to create those opportunities for yourself. And I've always believed in that. Excellent. So besides hosting with Avenue Pink, you've also done hosting jobs with Jones Magazine. And um, tell me some of the other things, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've, I've still been doing uh, live event emceeing, so I'm really, really happy to say 
from being a model on BET's Rip the Runway. I've been a model on BET's Rip the Runway for the past three years, and this past year I got a chance to open up the plus-size section, which was amazing. And from that, a lot of people around the country have asked me to come and host different events. Um, so I've got a chance to go and host different little Rip the Runway events around the country, and I've also been doing some things with the colleges because I'm a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, so I'm right. very familiar with uh, stepping and things like that. So one of my last jobs I did was the Residential Life and Housing Step Show in Norfolk, Virginia from Norfolk State University, and I co-hosted uh, with Willie from Day 26, so that was really amazing. Um, and yes, I do. I do some um, freelancing, um, so I'm an entertainment correspondent, and I do some freelancing with Jones Magazine, which is amazing. Actually, today I got a chance to go down to Brooklyn to 40 Acres and a Mule and interview Spike Lee in the cast of his new film, Red Hook Summer, so hosting is definitely going great for me. And so now you're ready to take it to the next level. And you have entered a contest to be the next host of BET's 106 in Park. So first tell us why do you want to be the next host of BET's 106 in Park? Oh, my goodness. I feel like I was made to be the next host of BET's 106 in Park. Being from a small town like Roanoke, Virginia, when you're growing up, all you really have is your magazines and your television. And seeing that lovely young lady free on television with all her hips and curves and all her glory doing exactly what I saw myself doing, it was amazing. So ever since I saw her, and I got a chance to go to BET's 106 in Park when I was in high school. So this was implanted into me way back when I said I want to do television hosting and I see a woman on television that looks like me and it's aspirational and I know I can do it being someone who loves music, I listen to music every single day, um, and I've also been a part of the BET family now for the past three years, so I think it's just time for me to evolve. For the past almost five years, I've been doing hosting, and I'm one of those people where I feel like it's guerrilla style, you know? You don't have to wait for somebody to create that opportunity for you. Back in 2009, I paid my own way to BET's Hip Hop Awards in Atlanta, and I covered the red carpet, interviewing stars like Nicki Minaj, and even 2000. 2010, I, I paid my own way to go to BET uh, Awards in L.A., and I got a chance to interview the cast of The Game, and I got a chance to interview Tigger and Terrence J. and I'm like, you know what, I'm doing exactly what these folks are doing. I'm just doing it at a different level. So I think, you know what, once you put in the work and you're passionate about it and that's all you can see in your tunnel vision, why not? I think I'm great for the job, and I think it's time for another curvy host to come to BET. Absolutely. I agree. Now, more specifically, Tell us about how this competition works and what do we need to do to help. Okay, so basically what's happened with the BET 106 and Park the Search, they announced the search on July 1st. Um, so it's been going on for about mm, about a month and, and some change. And what's happening is they're asking folks to, to call in or, or to actually to Facebook about who you want to be the next host. I think it's all viral. As you know, Shanice, we've gone into this whole viral age. So they want us to upload our YouTube videos, upload our reels, which I've done, and thank you so much for posting my reels to your website. I really appreciate that. Um, I have to take a quick moment just to thank all of the 
amazing people in the industry that have supported me, plus Model Magazine, Marie Denae, Bella South, are just a few of the fabulous, you know, magazines and blogs and individuals out there who have posted blog posts about me and support me in my quest to be the next host. Basically, what we need to do is make some noise and make them know, hey, we're here and we're not going anywhere. You know, what they're doing over at BET is they're having folks to come in and audition to be the next host, and then they're giving you a chance to be an on-air correspondent. So I've already passed through all of the auditioning processes, and now I'm at the point where I just need them to give me that opportunity to be an on-air correspondent and show them what I can do on air. So in order for you guys to support me, all you need to do is tweet me at It's Me Chastity and hashtag 106 The Search as well as 106 and Parks at, which is at 106 and Park. So just by tweeting me and supporting me and continuously tweeting me that way, also posting to your Facebook, this lets them know, hey, who is this Chastity girl? We need to pay attention to her. And um, it's all about that, that viral campaign. So is there a way to see who's in the lead? How do you know if, you, you know, if you're leading a successful campaign? Well, you know what? It's always tricky with these types of situations. This and this. I know you've you've been a part of some different. Um, you know, sometimes when they do this type of thing, it's kind of blindsided. They're not going to really give us a lot of information. I wish they were giving us more information that they, than they're giving us. But what I do is I actually tune in to BET's 106 and Park daily. And on the days that I have auditions or castings, I record it and I come back and I watch. So I see who they're bringing in. Um, we, we've had Quincy, Diddy's son, came in for an audition. And then you had um, someone from Run DMC's son come in. Like they're bringing in different talent that they think would be good for the show um, and trying them out. There's really no way to know how it's going to pan out. What I'm doing is saying, you know what, anybody who supports me in my quest, please tweet me, please Facebook me, go to BET.com and let them know that you want me to be the next host. They have a Facebook page where you can go and leave your comments. Go and do that as well. And just, just make some noise and let them know that, hey, Cassidy needs to be the next host of BET's 106 and Park. So when does the contest end and the winner announce, or do you know? They have not put a date out there for when the contest ends, so we absolutely have no idea when the contest is going to be over. But right now they're telling us to just keep tweeting them and keep the enthusiasm going for the competition. For me, whenever I do anything, anything at all, I put 110% into it. So even though it's one of those situations where you're kind of blindsided, my relationship with God is so incredibly strong that I am always walking by faith in that sight anyway. So that is all right. As long as I know that I have what it takes, I'm prepared for this. I'm college educated. I can relate to the universe, to the, to the students. I can relate to anybody who watches the show because I feel like I'm every woman, you know. I feel like that I'm someone that you can reach out and touch and talk to and, you know, who understands you. So we'll see what happens. All I can do is keep my face about it, know that I'd be amazing for the position, and hope that BET sees that as well. Well, that is amazing. You definitely have my support, and I hope you go all the way. Now, Thank tell us, you. Do you have anything else coming up that we should be on the lookout for? Well, you know, I'm always working over here. Um, definitely 
Um, with my acting, I'm always in acting classes. Um, I have a couple new projects coming out. I am going to be filming The Other Cuffing Season, which is a short film that shoots in Brooklyn. Uh, it's produced by Box Out Productions and Kel Spencer. Um, it actually shoots next week. I'm really excited about. And I'm also going to be the lead in my first uh, feature film. It's a Nollywood film. And I play a Nigerian woman who actually speaks Yoruba. So this is something really, really exciting for me and outside of the box. And it's challenging me as an actress. Um, I'm really, really excited about it. Like, I'm always working on my Yoruba. I'm like, you know, you know, I'm always working on it and trying to be ready for this role. So I'm super, super, super excited about this film. It's called Candy Girl. Um, I know a lot of you guys out there have been seeing me on television segments lately. I've been doing a lot of television segments on the Today Show. I just had a segment with Madison Plus on New York Live, and I'm always getting cast for that. And I actually have a really big photo shoot coming up tomorrow that I can't speak about yet, but I'm telling you, you guys are going to see me, and it's something that I've been working my entire career towards. I'm so extremely excited about it, and it's going to take me to the next level with my modeling, so I'm just really, really, really excited. All right, and tell us your (laughs) official website to keep up with everything you got going on. Yes, of course. If you guys want to keep up with me, the best way to do that, of course, is through my Twitter. I'm at It's Me Chastity, so that's I-T-S-M-E. C-H-A-S-I-T-Y. You can also connect with me on Facebook, on my page, or my fan page for all of my supporters, and that's just Chastity Saunders or Chastity Saunders fan page. And my official website is www.chastitysaunders.com. I also have a Tumblr, which is chastitysaunders.com. So there's tons of ways for you guys to connect with me, but definitely through my Twitter. Well, awesome. I think you are amazing, and I just love interviewing you, and i just wishing the best for you. God bless you and your career, and I know you're going to go all the way. Thank you so much, Denise. I I just want to say one last time, I'm so incredibly thankful and humbled for you and everyone else that supports me and continuously supports me on this journey. I'm just, I'm, I'm speechless. I really, really appreciate it. Well, I will definitely keep supporting, and I'll be tweeting, and I'll be following you, and I'll see you on 106 in Park. That's right. <laughs> Let's get me there. Thank you so much, and thanks to everybody listening at Plus Model Radio. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So we kind of got out of order, but I see Evie is on the line. Um, and I already introduced her, so let me connect her. Evie, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Good. So I had to, to skip out of order because <laughs> oh. um, I didn't see you call in, but I'm glad you finally were able to get through. So yes. you started your career as a plus-size model. Now, tell us, what was the height of your success as a model? Is it anything we will be familiar with? Well, probably not because it was all in Australia, (laughs) so it's a much smaller market there. Um, But I guess I started modeling when I was 35, um, and back then, you know, as we all know, the plus-size industry um, back then was relatively small. Um, but for what my size and my age at the time, it was sort of, I was a, one of the, you know, sort of sought after, I guess, looks for that, what they were looking for. 
Um, so I was um, probably a US size um, 10 to 12, mm-hmm. which, you know, we know is not that plus size. Um, and, um, and you know, 35. So, you know, I was a little bit bigger but not too big. I was a little bit older but not too old. So I did, you know, did quite well. But I did lots of commercials and runway stuff. And even as late as last year, mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes me laugh, um, Mercedes-Benz Fashion Festival had me in their very small segment of plus-size clothing, like in the mainstream um, Mercedes-Benz Festival in Brisbane. So that was nice to do that after all these years. So how did you decide to make the transition from modeling to a designer? Well, it wasn't something that happened overnight. I I had always wanted to do it. I mean, back 10 years ago when I was modeling, of course, you know, I could really fit into mainstream clothing then because I was probably at my smallest I'd ever been. Um, But, you know, the clothes that they would get me to model and, you know, what was available, you know, for plus size back then um, was really frustrating as, you know, a, a bigger person. And, you know, it was something that I always wanted to do. Of course, you know, life happens and husbands and children and responsibilities. So um, I didn't, you know, sort of get the opportunity to even think about pursuing those sort of dreams until um, probably a couple of years ago, probably about three years ago now. Um, You know, as you get older and I just, you know, just lost someone close to me, Um, My daughter just told me I was going to be a grandmother, you know, all of those sort of life-changing things. It was like, okay, Evie, it's time, you know, do or die, you know. So um, So when you made the decision to move uh forward with your clothing line, did you already have uh, training to be a fashion designer or were you self-taught? No, and it's really, you know, it's one of the things, you know, I'll be the first to say is that um, it's been something, you know, that I've been passionate about. I haven't been to design school, you know, like a lot of um, people, and I um, would, you know, more or less say that I'm, like, producing a product, you know, um, for the plus-size industry rather than, you know, being a designer because I get, you know, that there's um, people that spend, you know, years studying this craft and, and I have like talent to the people around me, um, you know, that helped me put, the, you know, put my ideas into fruition. And uh, I know that you are currently residing in Atlanta. So why did you I relocate am. to Atlanta? Is that to work on your clothing line, or is that something not related yeah. with business at all? No, um, really rela- related to the clothing line, Australia. Um, you know, even just the sheer popul- size of the population is a lot smaller. Um, and the market here, you know, is, I don't even know how many times bigger it would be, but, you know, it's just, you know, the significant difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and and not only that, the pricing of things in Australia compared to here, um, as far as fabrics, you know, all that sort of thing, um, it's, you know, like, if not, you know, it's triple the price, if not more. So um, I've always wanted to come to the U.S. I feel like, you know, right from the very beginning when I first, you know, had my website up, um, Gwen DeVoe, um, Marie Leger, you know, like Plus Model Magazine, everybody, like, really embraced me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really 
steal that from my Australian companions. <laughs> well, is so, there that like, same uh, community in Australia to embrace you? Yeah, I don't feel like there is. You know, I, I, there is a smaller community, but I don't. I didn't feel that like I do like with the American market. You know, everybody is so supportive. You know, we're all like have the same sort of you know mission, mm-hmm. and and so therefore you know it's nothing you know to put your hand on someone else's back, right? And say you know good job and you know. Um, I just had um, dinner the other night with Thierry Sim, and you know, and it's really encouraging to to have that support from another designer. We don't see each other as a threat; we mm-hmm. see each other as you know, doing you know, heading on that same that same mission. So, tell me about your first collection, "Kiss My Curves." Mhm. Um, the first collection um, was um, what everyone saw at Fashion Week. Um, at Full Figure Fashion Week, um, and that is, um, it's been really hard for me because I haven't been 100% sure about relocating here, mm-hmm. so it's like, which season am I working on, you know, it's all been a little bit all over the place, but I've been I've been in the States now since um, Fashion Week, which I think I left home on the 9th of June. So it's given me all of that time to, you know, really get focused about where I'm going and what season I'm working on. And so although I'll still be working with um, some of those pieces, some of the more classic pieces, it has changed a little. So the next thing that you see from me will be, um, um, how can I say, what I really want to present to everybody. So, um, and, you know, get the, the very first collection um, out there and online and, you know, get moving. So what is the size, range, and uh, price point of your collection? Uh-huh. Well, the first one I'm going to do, and this has been more of a strategic thing, um, rather than doing a seasonal line at the moment, the first one I'm releasing, which will be on the 23rd of August, is called my Exclusives Collection. So it's a little bit more high-end. Um, than the mainstream collection, um, lots of sequins and silks and um, you know some fringing and some beading, um, and I'm really like really excited about it. Um, price point, um, these are like sort of high end uh, formal pieces, mm-hmm. um, so you know between the sort of you know. Starting at about, I would say, two fifty, three hundred. So, you know, we're just finalising all that at the moment. So, um, but it's, you know, it's coming along really beautifully. I've managed to find, um, you know, which wasn't an easy task, not knowing Atlanta and, you know, having those contacts. But we've managed to find, you know, the, the pattern and sample maker and fabric suppliers and all that sort of thing now. So now we're well on our way. And did you say the size range? Uh, 12 to 22, um, and possibly going up to a 24. So, um, but I really like with my label. I really wanted to like look at the market, and for me, I'm a size at US 18. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's um, and, I've, and I've been more of you know a 16 really most of my life, um, and it's been um, you know it's hard for me to go and buy mainstream, and it's really hard for me to go and buy plus size sometimes. So I wanted to do, you know, that sort of in-between, sort 
sort of sizing um, and really. So is it like a junior plus fit? Yeah, it's um, you know, it's really like because I find it really hard to walk into a plus and, and not every plus size. You know, I'm being very general. Um, but you know, a lot of the things are like too big for me because I'm quite tall. So, you know, it's sort of like aimed at that market. So, and you said this collection will be available online August 23rd? Yes, yes. The exclusive collection will only be um, sold online. And we're doing a little preview here in Atlanta, um, a little event. So if there's anybody listening that's, you know, in the area and would like to come, they can just email me and I'll get an invitation to them. Um, and it's The event is invitation only? Yeah, yeah, and right. you know that doesn't mean like we're being all exclusive, but um, yeah, we it is invitation only. So, but if anyone would like to come, they just need to drop me an email, and I'll, I'll send them an invitation out. Now, are you ever looking for models for your um, photo shoots or fashion shows? Yes, yes. Well, the 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 exclusive um, preview, um, we've only got a couple of models there. It's just quite an intimate evening. There's not a big fashion parade as such, um, but there will be like a static sort of um, uh, display um, with some of the models, and um, we'll definitely be doing some photo shoots and that in the in the very near future. And if somebody is listening and interested in being a model for you in the future, how could yes. they submit? Um, every, anyone needs to just email me at evie, sorry, evie at eviefoster dot com. And um, and just let me know what they're interested in, and whether it's modelling or coming to the event. Um, but that's that's the best way to contact me. All right. So, do you have anything else coming up we should be on the lookout for? Um, I'm actually really excited. I've got a little campaign starting uh, this Friday, the tenth, and um, my little tagline for Easy Foster is designed to kiss your curves. Um, and this campaign is called Kiss My Curves. And um, I can't go into too many details yet, but stay tuned on Facebook and Twitter for Friday, and um, all will be revealed. <laughs> all right, so I'm getting all the exclusives from <laughs> from Evie Foster. You, you yeah. telling it first on Plus Model Radio. Yeah, it's just something that I wanted to do, you know, for me, for, you know, the, for brand awareness, but also... Um, you know, to just get out there, it's, I feel like I've been a little bit like the, um, you know, Emperor's Technicolor coat, where I've sort of been around for a little while, but there hasn't been, you know, product there for one reason or another. Um, and, you know, Gwen DeVoe um, from Four Figure Fashion Week has, you know, been really supportive and sort of, you know, holding my hand almost through the last, you know, I was supposed to be at Fashion Week last year, not just go on the one before, and um, all submitted and, you know, ready to go and different things happened with investors and also I had to have surgery. And so, you know, I had to pull out at the last minute, which, I, you know, I was just, you know, um, devastated about. Um, so, but everything um, happens for a reason, so maybe that was the way it was supposed right to be. Exactly. That's, you know, I had to, like, you know, pick myself up and dust myself off and, you know, go, this is not the right time. And, you know, even, you know, different things happened this year, which, you know, I was not 100, 100% happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, um, you know, I've I've done it. 
um, it's solidified for me. Um, you know, the response um, from everybody, you know, that that what I was doing is on the right track and it solidified, like, all the, you know, the beautiful contacts that I've made, um, you know, through social media and, you know, um, Gwen and Marie and everybody, you know, we've been, I feel like I've been talking to them for years, you know, and had right. never met them. So, um, you know, it was really nice to, to meet everybody in person. Well... That's amazing. I look forward to seeing your line and tell us your official website where everything will be posted. Uh-huh. It's www.eviefoster.com and my Facebook page um pages um are just Evie Foster and same with my Twitter. Well, congratulations on your line. I look forward to seeing it and wearing a few items and uh, yes. continue success. Thank you, Shanice. Thanks for having me on the show. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to everybody that was on tonight's show, all of my fabulous guests. Tune in next week, and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories that not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the Curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash plusmodelradio and follow us on Twitter at plusmodelradio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.